Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tell Me About That, Halloween edition. That's right, we're going to be releasing this episode a little bit right before Halloween. It's not Halloween yet, but we're going to pretend it is. Um, so we thought we'd do a little a little fun Halloween episode. I, for one, am currently wearing my costume. Um, do you guys, do you guys, can you tell what it is? Uh, the flaps kind of throw me off. I'm an open-faced ham sandwich. Oh, ah, that, yeah. that's what the flaps okay. are. The flaps, that's what the yeah. Flaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, do you guys, any guesses? Um, My first thought was a blueberry, but okay, not, not close. An old ink cartridge that's almost out. Very close. I'm Ebenezer Scrooge from A Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I figured, I figured no one really does the Christmas See, thing at Halloween, like, so it, I capitalized Jack, Jack and I it. picked the extremes, and you kind of just met in the middle. Exactly, right. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, can you, can you figure me out? You look like something that I would have to disclose that I'm bringing into the country. That's not completely, that's not completely incorrect. Okay. And you can fit in my pocket. So I'm a sexy Xbox controller. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you're both, I mean, both kind of right. If you guys wouldn't mind helping me out here uh, First one coming from me here Jack, your host This podcast brought to you by two hastily made Grilled cheese sandwiches eaten In an equally hastily manner um, So I just want to shout out to them For kind of fueling me up before this show So that I really have everything I need to get going Yeah, uh, Ryan here And I just wanted to uh, to Really quickly give a, uh, a Thank you to uh, some real big fish, uh, which is just a couple of big fish that we found um, out in the backyard the other day. Um, they've been huge supporters since we met, and uh, I just wanted to, again, thank them. They really helped you pick up your apartment, too. Yes. And uh, I'm Jeremy. I'm coming with our last podcast sponsor, Tripod. You know them well. Uh, you know their motto, well, I use four when you got three, and we're always thankful for them to the pod. And I actually have an individual sponsor I'd like to thank, not associated with the oh. podcast at all. I just get paid by them, uh, you know, just, just whole, wholesale. Um, and that's Kiefer. Do you guys know? Do you guys know what Kiefer is? Like, n- no, like Kiefer Sutherland. No, it's like spicy yogurt <laughs> that's drinkable. Oh, oh, interesting. And you, so do they pay you to tell people about it or? Uh, well, so here's, here's the deal. Here's, <laughs> so the deal I have is I go to the store and I buy it and then I drink it and it gives me energy. So they're paying you the I, energy. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, well, rem- I'm buying it, but the energy that it gives me is more than I paid for it. So that's how they pay me, which I guess is net energy, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, I will, ha- right. I will have to say... <laughs> I'm going to have to leave all of that out because, um, our, unfortunately, our sponsorship with uh, some real big fish um, negates any non-pre-approved uh, sponsors. So uh, you, you can, you, I'm glad you said it and everything. It will just be a long beep. I'll have to talk to them. Well, I'll try and you, get it working out. But it, hopefully, so I promised my, I promised my, my sponsor, the, the key for people, um, <laughs> which is the brand, um, that 
uh, they'd, it'd be going out on SoundCloud. So if we put it on our dead SoundCloud, okay, then okay. then we we can maybe well, that'll please my people and it'll get okay. Your a little column A, a little column B. I like it. Exactly. Exactly. I think we can do that. <laughs> a little Kiefer pro quo there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 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 it's weird, <laughs> guys. It's weird to drink the Kiefer. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's supposed it's it's like fermented yogurt, which you think, well, isn't it already kind of fermented? But it's like soda yogurt at that point because it's bubbly, sogurt, and it's bubbly, and it kind of has a little funk. It's not bad, but it's not uh-uh. great. Uh 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 uh. Nope, 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 nope. You'll never catch but. me within one hundred miles of of said <laughs> drinkable yogurt. Anyway, well, I bought two bottles, so I have to tr- <laughs> I have to drink them. So <laughs> how big are the bottles? Uh, I want to say thirty-two ounces, two liters. I've got okay. A, uh, so, so yeah, not a half when you said of... bottles and yogurt, uh, my mind immediately went to like Danimals, where it's like yeah, a you're, shot. You're basically. talking oh. like a Nalgene-sized yeah. bottle of yogurt. <laughs> that is a lot of drinkable yogurt. <laughs> is that is that like a one sitting deal? Or... It's, it's eight servings between the two bottles. Okay. Okay. So you and mean... each bottle is oh each serving is eight ounces, which is thirty-two ounces. So that's. Two days worth of yogurt because you're drinking one serving every, what, four hours? Every three hours? (laughs) I mean, I guess I could. (laughs) I guess that depends on the kind of lifestyle you want to How much soda yogurt do you think you could eat before your your stomach literally explodes? Eight ounces. Eight ounces? No. Is that why it's one serving? One serving is not suggested. That is a limit. That's that's a a legal requirement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, probably, probably a half gallon and then my stomach's not going to like it, but like, will it like blow up? I don't think so. I mean, to be fair, I didn't like soda based on like the fizz and everything for years of my life. I may be misrepresenting Kiefer. (laughs) It's not like bubbly. You literally did say soda yogurt. So it's, it's, it's like fermented. So it's got some of that like bubbly. So it's like kombucha yogurt. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not actively. You don't see the, you don't see the, it doesn't fizz when you pour it. Okay. That's a little more digestible. Crack open one of these uh, yogurts with the yeah, boys out in the front yard. <laughs> when you when you're cracking one with the cold one with the boys, you're talking about beer. When I'm talking about, I'm talking about fermented yogurt. We are not the same. <laughs> we are not the same. I'm living in twenty twenty thousand. My shits are falling out of me. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't really have a transition, so we're just gonna go on to our next thing, which is. I almost, I almost literally just said soda yogurt again, which is not the right thing. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll never forget about it ever either. So, um, okay, the next thing we're gonna do is try to figure out why some of these questions were asked and where where are these questions asked on r slash stupid questions on Reddit. Um, we're professionals, folks. Actually, I don't know if we are. Can we are like? Do you have to be paid to be a professional? I think that's almost I th- completely the definition. Yeah, but I feel like the term professional has kind of like lost its meaning in like, but like in the age of technology. So so like would a master if um, an unpaid master of a of a craft. Let's it's say just you just an intern. Just, <laughs> um but are they a professional? Like it, like if I if I'm a blacksmith, right? 
and I make cool swords for kids with cancer or something. Am I a professional blacksmith? Hmm. And that's all I do. I, well, that's tough because I feel like professional, right? The, the root of that is like profession. So what is your, would your profession then be a blacksmith? Would you be the one, like, is that what you define as your job? I feel like it's more like a skill set defined thing than anything else. Because, like, if you're just, so, if you're just so a guy... Uh, if you're really good at kung fu, but you don't do it at all, ever, are you also a professional? Like, you could be a professional, but you... Are you? I think to be a professional, you have to be, like, actively engaging in that thing. Yes. I think money money seems to be at least the 98% catalyst in this point. There I think money needs some to be edge cases. in there, yeah. Because... Because otherwise you're just like an enthusiast, right? Yeah, that's that. It's the, it's, yeah. You're an amateur, not <laughs> like, amateur like not amateur like you suck, but amateur like like levels. If I could yeah. throw a football four hundred yards, I would not be a professional football player. I mean, I could become a professional <laughs> football player, but if my only if you don't make a single cent in the football realm was that I could throw a football four hundred yards. Yeah, then- and so I think. What you would do in that case with the blacksmith for cancer kid guy person, uh, you would be your your profession would be a philanthropist, which is, as we know, like really nothing. I mean, you just have a lot of money, <laughs> but but because I mean, obviously, you, you can sustain yourself somehow. So by eating I, I the think swords you make by eating, <laughs> eating the swords you make and pooping out the raw iron and recycling. Um. Okay, well, that was a little digression from Jeremy's stupid questions. Um, is butter a kind of cheese? <laughs> I think definitionely no, but... <laughs> but then, like, colloquially, maybe, maybe it yeah, is. Yeah, let's maybe loosen the terms a little bit. This person, I know what happened. They're at a bar, they ordered their seventh or eighth plate of cheese, and they were like, boss, we can't give you any more cheese. And they were like... <laughs> What about what about <laughs> what about those little those little spreadable containers of butter? The hey, person listen. next to him just got a nice hamburger, and what's that next to in the little in the little car- car- carafe? Oh, a little butter you can spread on the bu- the the bread, the buns. What, Jeremy? When do they do? You, when you eat a burger, do they hand you a thing of butter? Like <laughs> I've butter never been to a roll? burger place that I, does that. Okay, I'm gonna for be an honest. extra dollar. They can just shoot you right in the heart and call it a day. <laughs> Well, the, I, I committed to hamburger because I said it. And then I thought it would be weird if they, like, pulled butter out of their purse or something. So I, <laughs> so I had to stick with burger because I said it. And then it was just a matter of how was the butter getting there. I mean, every day of my life I'm thinking, how does the butter get there? How does the butter get there? <laughs> Maybe um, they were like, by federal law, we cannot serve you any more cheese. And I'm very sorry. And they're like... What about butter? Do you think <laughs> but that we would do work? have this alternative? It's, it's it's almost vegan cheese. <laughs> I was thinking they left something out. They left either their butter or I guess probably their butter, right? They probably met, met, left their butter out and was like, "Uh oh, I know like gouda can stay out. No, gouda can't. Parm, some something can stay out for a while. I wonder if that's the same with butter." And then I was like, "I wonder if that's." They looked at it and it kind of got pretty solid. And they're like, huh. Or that's how they make cheese. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh shit, I left my butter out. What am I going to do? And they're like, maybe. Is that how you make cheese, though? Because it is pretty solid and crumbly. And I, uh, <laughs> and I do kind of want to eat it. Uh, maybe I take this back because I'm pretty sure you can leave butter out, like, wholesale. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think you're, like, not for, like, ever, but, like, for a while. <laughs> butter, butter is the, the one constant keeping this world afloat. <laughs> <laughs> one stick of butter lies at the center of the earth. Yeah, and it's just holding everything back together. Mm. Imagine if the core of the earth was butter instead of... <laughs> we don't know it's not. Molten magma. <laughs> yeah, I guess we don't what know if, that it's what not. If, what if when butter gets so hot, it has the properties it, of molten magma? It's, it's, it's in the weird mantle. plasma state. <laughs> mm. The earth would be like a really, really moist cake. Because yeah, of all so the if, if the if the center of the earth was sorry, butter. new new question. If the center of the earth was butter, what kind of food would that make the earth? Okay. So we've got a crust, so it has to have something with a crust. Yeah. It's like imagine taking a ball of butter and dusting like basically a breading all over it. That's the earth, right? Fried then- butter. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Fried butter. Yeah. It's just and fried you just, butter. You just straight. Yeah, exactly. Fried butter with like a, not icing, but like so, whatever, some kind of savory icing. And that's fried what the ocean is. Syrup. But you some find syrup. some way you to heat up syrup. from the inside. So you stick like a little rod through the earth to get into the <laughs> center and you do like a chemical reaction that heats up very quickly and then yeah. cooks the inside out because... <laughs> I mean, I guess the Earth is technically being cooked outside in as well. <laughs> it sure, certainly is. <laughs> what would the ozone layer be in this in this situation? Like the tinfoil that you the cover powdered with? sugar that you dust on top? Because <laughs> that's, that's the snow. Sto- that's the snow. That's the snow to stop it from burning. And- <laughs> the ozone, you know, like you. If you put oh the ozone layer the ozone layer is yeah the tin foil and then there's the heat lamp which is the sun that keeps everything <laughs> he- heated and then there are all of the other tin foil balls around us which are the other planets the other planets <laughs> we're a hearty meal of many balls of fried butter <laughs> if you think about it our solar system is just one big state fair <laughs> floating through space well. Do you guys want another question? Yeah. yeah, I think we answered I'm that gonna one. I'm going to ask it. I hunger for it. Um, are elephants shaved mammoths? <laughs> so yes. I, think, I think there's a conspiracy theory out there that mammoths never actually went extinct. And I, I don't, I'm going to say something that might not be scientifically accurate. This will be the first time I've ever done this. Is that the mammoths saw the humans plopping around. <laughs> And they were like, hmm, I want some of that. And so, you know, they saw the humans attacking and killing all their brethren and sisters. And their evolutionary advantage was to go to the barber and get a little haircut. (laughs) By haircut, I mean shave it all off. And then, by golly, we're our best friends with the elephants right now. Okay, so you're you're suggesting sort of a Jungle Book, Shuby Do, I want to be like you type situation. Then they want to yes. walk like them, they want to talk like them, and you know. Well, yeah. If you think about us, right? We have to get haircuts every month or you know four months. It's le- legally required. Or 
yeah. or many, many years to depending on your preference. And so to you know, to look like us, to look like Jeremy, and to look like Jack, and to look like Ryan. And that's all the the mammoths are doing. Interesting. I, I have a slightly different theory, and I think mammoths are actually elephants. And when it got cold, they were like, oh, <laughs> got to put on a blanket, got to put on a little jacket. And then it just <laughs> stuck to them, uh, and they became mammoths. Because humans didn't know. It was such a long time in between. It was such a long or- time. The Ice Age, Ice Age happened. They are like, oh, I'm burr, I'm very cold. They put on their, their fur coat. Uh, and then when the Ice Age ended, they just, it's similarly, they just got a haircut. They went to the barber. Got yeah. a little trim. Okay, I like that. So you're suggesting that elephants are living with like a base of what used to be a coat just like attached to their bodies? Uh, no, actually they keep, they each each time each time a, a new uh elephant is born, um se- several hundred humans are actually sacrificed in order to get their hair. Um and that's how oh, that's okay. how and they they keep it on them just in case. Um that way, you know, another ice age strikes or whatever. They they got their they got they got a plan because they learned from last time they 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 had to they had to figure it out pretty quick this time they're prepared they're they're basically doomsday preppers and they're as everyone knows elephants are born with a little zipper tag that you could attach any, exactly any affix any zippered clothing to which obviously they use the zippers on the fur um so do they hide them like are elephant are you like are elephants just like fairly skinny and they just the 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 bulk is from the coat they're actually they it's a, yeah it somewhere? it's actually reversible so like you know those reversible jackets <laughs> the elephants oh, are just well, wearing that okay <laughs> one side is just rough and then the yeah. other side's fur exactly gotcha. okay gotcha. <laughs> I was not one side keeps that. the heat out the other side keeps the heat in exactly yeah, see what you're saying which in africa we all know we need to keep the heat in. Keep that heat in. you do not want to lose your precious heat in the in the, the I, the only thing my body wanted to say was Sahara. I think that's where right. that's, elephants that's in live there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was know. Saying, I, I know it's in Africa, gonna, but I don't know. I'm, where sure, I'm sure an elephant's been in the Sahara at one point or another. Okay, but but we've talked about the question. Let's talk about why the question. Hmm. Definitely a Obviously, tougher one. To me, screams Natural History Museum. Right? They're they're walking around. They have these like. You know these replicas of the mammoths. Yep, and it, you know, it's like the the total reconstruction. Like it like on the outside, it got the fur and everything, like the body. And then they go to the skeleton exhibit, which is just the skeleton. Nope, <laughs> the elephant exhibit, with is just the skeleton. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, look, a woolly mammoth one." But and they get laughed at by their whole school. Exactly, yeah. the whole tour groups like you fucking idiot i can't believe that you would think that that's just an elephant don't but you know down, anything about down in their heart of hearts they know i, th- I think that that sounds right sounds like a, a plausible plausible thing pretty reasonable to me otherwise it would be something like my dad is a woolly mammoth and that doesn't make any sense because there's only elephants around here uh because i've heard woolly mammoths are extinct but I love my father very much, and if he was extinct, that wouldn't be great for me. So he's got to be some sort of coat-wearing elephant. That's truth. That's the truth. I think that's that, the, you know what, truth. now that I think about it, that's probably what 
more likely than the other thing we were talking about. Yeah, when you really like spell it out, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, one last question to, to round out uh, the trifecta. The hat trick is what I was thinking of. Um, why does Donald Duck wear a towel when he comes out of the shower, but when he doesn't usually wear pants? All well, right, well do you I, it's to- obviously because when he takes a shower, his bottom feathers come off. So he's got to put him back on before, you know, before he goes out. I was, I was going to say that when he takes a shower, all his bottom feathers get all wet and you can see his wiener. But Brian's very similar. probably a little bit less <laughs> graphic. Very, no, I mean, you can still see his wiener when his, uh, when his feathers come off. <laughs> listen, listen, don't get me wrong. You same. can still see the wiener. <laughs> it's the same know? end result. Same start, same, same end. It's just whatever happens in the middle. Don't you worry your pretty little head because you can still see the wiener. You know, either way. That's a Disney guarantee. <laughs> That's a Disney guarantee. <laughs> oh, man. Now, why do they I mean, ask this question? Hmm. They got to be watching. They got to be watching some cartoons, right? I think they're. Yeah, you, think they were, you think they were watching some old Disney where, you know, they weren't, you know, the times have changed. <laughs> yeah, old Disney yeah. when, when they used to draw Donald Duck's wiener. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Walt had control. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Back when it was the real Disney. Back when it was yeah. the raw stuff. <laughs> oh. Perhaps they saw a duck wearing pants, a real duck wearing pants, and they were kind of, you know, shocked, and they were like, maybe, maybe ducks do wear They had pants their whole world normally? rocked, and they, were, they had to question everything. They're like, do ducks wear pants? And they're like, let me watch some, let me watch the most famous duck in the world, Donald, um, of the aforementioned duck fame. Uh, and see what his deal is. And they're like, oh, no pants. But then they're like, right before they turn it off, like, what's that coming out of the shower? Oh, it's got something to cover up there. I wonder, wonder, what's, wonder what's going on. Why isn't he doing that? Has he got a wiener in there? <laughs> Does he have a he wiener do, in he, there? He, he do have a wiener in there. Okay. I did just look up Donald Duck with pants. And there I, is, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if this is a... If it's a certified fresh Disney image, but there is an image is a, of a sanctioned Donald Duck. <laughs> yes, there's a Donald Duck with a bathing suit on. So, what if Donald Duck was cursed by a demon and can never not be, and and can never be nude again? And so, in the shower, what you don't see is he's got a some sort of a other pair of clothing. Yeah. yeah, a pair of jorts, uh, you know, uh, a spandex onesie. <laughs> um, and so I think, I think that'd be my, my hat to toss in the ring. Uh, Donald Duck is a never nude. Then Is a never nude. Yeah. Exactly. Literally, yes. there are dozens of them. Do you think Donald, okay, do you think Donald Duck doesn't want to show his Donald Dick? Okay, that's Donald Dick. That's, it's right there. I can't believe I can't believe that we've been talking about this for three minutes. And we haven't, haven't said, said Donald, Donald Dick, Dick yet. yet. <laughs> I'd call that a victory. I, I think we did that title. with a, with so much tact, supreme amounts of taste, there, guys. Alrighty, well, you want to go to the tomato? Tomato. Okay, is it tomato or tomato? I mean, it depends on what you say. Hello! Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. 
That's right. We've got a, a beautiful battle lined up today. We're going to head it over to Ryan. He's going to tell us a little bit more about our contestants on this trip. Ryan? Yeah. So uh, we, we normally have a very uh, diverse uh, cast of characters um, throughout uh, this show's history. And um, I really want to keep on that trend. Um, so our first contestant is um, your local farmer. Um, the guy who, who, as you're driving down the, the, the highway, uh, has got a little, little, uh, little stand on the side of the road selling some corn and some tomatoes and stuff like that. Um, and they will be competing against the, the big box department style grocery store, uh, like regional manager. Okay. So we got big city versus small town, right? Exactly. Now. I've seen a Hallmark movie just like this before. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say almost every Hallmark movie. <laughs> what are movie the odds just like that, that either of these people is going to learn the true meaning of Christmas by the end of this fight? <laughs> almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. So Jeremy, what are these two uh, farm fresh competitors going to be doing? Okay. So they are going to be competing in. The Halloweenter Olympic Games. Halloweenter! Ah, oh yes, my gosh, it is the Olympics. <laughs> oh and, man! And they're going to be competing in a fencing match. We have not previously discussed the fencing in the Halloweenter Olympics. It's a new addition. But... <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah so... they just added the, all the stuff to the other Olympics. Yeah. So this is this is like the trials. Not not too much pressure. Not for the gold or anything. But you know, you know, it could end up in it could one of these two could end up in a gold match. We don't know. Gotta yeah. have their aspirations. But, but but we need a place. Where are these trials being held? Jack? Yeah, so Halloween to Olympics are kicking off. Really exciting time of year, obviously. Just getting into these qualifiers. Um, this year, the Halloween to Olympic Committee did not have as much disposable income uh, <laughs> kind, of, kind of resources available to them. So a lot of the qualifying rounds are kind of taking place just wherever they can be fit. Um, we were able to secure a pretty good spot within the YMCA, a big open room. However, we are going to be sharing the space with the 55 and over aerobics class. Oh, um, no. <laughs> it's a small er class, probably 10 people. But I mean, they do, you know, they have music and it's it's a lot of, you know, motivational speaking from the person up front and, and sweat and songs and stuff. This is the early morning class, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 8 a.m. Yep. Okay. Well, Farmer probably up at 8 a.m. Also, Regional Manager probably up at 8 a.m. So I think, you know, it's a pretty net rising. I think that kind of depends on what kind of regional manager it is. Is he is he like the like the the leader that everyone looks up to and actually trusts to get the job done? Or is he one of those like, well, I'm regional manager. I don't I don't have to do anything. I don't know. I think that's your that's your character decision. right? I'd like to I'd like to think I'd, I'd like to think that he's a he's a leader. Um really make sure all of his employees are taken care of and wouldn't, wouldn't give his employees a job that he w wouldn't do and hasn't done himself. That's fair. Okay. So I just, let's, let's maybe, I know Jack's going to do this in the end, but let's like imagine these two rolling up, right? One's got a tractor they're driving up in. One's got a Buick. Yeah. So <laughs> the farmer, do you think, do you think she comes up with maybe a basket of fresh produce right off the bat? Okay, hold on. So before they even show up, the farmer wakes up. 
She she slaps her alarm clock. She goes downstairs. I imagine she's eating something akin to like three raw eggs cracked into a glass or like yeah. uh, an uncooked ear of corn or yep. <laughs> something hardcore. Right. That's got to be got to be the way the farmer is preparing. She and preps an entire cow. <laughs> she, then she walks downstairs <laughs> and there's a side of beef that's already been split <laughs> cooking in a pit where her kitchen should be. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's how farmers cook, right? Yep. All <laughs> yep. the ones I know. And the regional manager probably wakes up, does a line of cocaine. And uh, goes to, to Dunkin'. <laughs> yeah, and eats yeah. either Dunkin' Donuts or maybe like a protein shake. Or like uh, one of those Soylent type, not Soylent Green, Jeremy, but one of those, <laughs> you know, Soylent type meal replacement yeah. drinks that give you the shits real bad. One of those. <laughs> Either either way, they're they're pooping in the morning. Like they're pooping they're, in the morning. Not be, not or, not because or, like not because like they're comfortable. Like oh, time to time to go take my morning poop. They're not the expecting it. They don't know exactly what they know roughly when it's gonna happen because like they eat their breakfast, whatever breakfast is that morning. They eat it roughly the same time, but it hits the different time every single day. Uh, you know the old farmer adage: stuff to do in the morning, no time to do in the morning. So. The farmer's probably got a few hours before they're ready, before she's ready to, to, to make that happen. Absolutely. Could it get in the so, way of the competition? It's possible. I mean, it is. You know, that's something to think it, take into account. Maybe let's think about, like, a Mortal Kombat type scenario. Not, like, not a Mortal Kombat where one of them dies. A Mortal Kombat is in the game. Uh, You're right. No one dies so in like that game. So, each of, like, each of them has a skill bar. Of certain skills. Yep. So, right, you have agility. You have preparedness. You have, uh, oh, why can't I think of any, any more? Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, let's maybe talk about some skills. Okay. So, agility or, or, you know, just general, general movability. I think the regional manager is going to have a li- little bit of a leg up, mostly because of the cocaine. But I also <laughs> that think is true. I also think they're they're in a store all day. They're walking around. Um, they're never taking their break. So they're always they're always moving to different locations inside the store. They one department's got this problem. One one customer's throwing a fit up front. They they're moving. They're moving quick. The one skateboard department is. Exactly. Full, and they need somebody to to handle this with some shred stuff like that. The the health inspector just rolled in, and the cans of beans are cooking under the stove, but they're not at the proper temperature, so they have to get it up to temp before the inspector gets back there. But they have to do it sneakily, so they have to be like in and out real Holding quick. Holding a blowtorch up to the cans of beans that yeah. are just on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> I was imagining more of like a deli situation, but we can say it's Jeremy, on the show. Uh, have you ever been to a deli where they just had beans <laughs> cooking up on the counter? I, did, I guess maybe not deli. I Maybe this is like a restaurant. I have never <laughs> been to a place that had beans out and cooking ever. <laughs> Especially not a deli. Head on over down to the bean bar. We'll pick up a couple of legumes <laughs> for us to imbibe ourselves on. Oh, but that, may, that maybe maybe that's what makes five minutes. Maybe that's what makes uh, the regional manager's store so special. Is they have a bean bar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn guys. 
So that's one point of compassion up for the regional manager. Caring. Um, okay, so we have agility. How about strength? Strength's got to be farmer. Absolutely. I think so, right? Pulling roots, roots out of the ground all day, every day. I'm not sure what a farmer does, but I'm sure it's mostly pulling roots I think they and, do and pick up and move. I think they move farm animals by hand as well. When your they pigs dig coyotes. themselves into the earth, you got to dig them, you got to pull them out of the ground. Or when yeah, I mean, chickens... she's definitely like Tombstone Pile drove a, a coyote. You have to every morning. That, that's, that's actually how you get rid of them. Because <laughs> everyone else is like, all the other coyotes are like, shit, all right, wow. Yeah. I didn't think that would happen. Guess I guess we'll try again tomorrow. I just thought she'd like shoot at us or something. I didn't think she was going <laughs> to stunt on I, us. I can like dodge that. a bullet. I can't dodge a tombstone pile driver. Damn. So, yeah, right. far, Farmer definitely driver, has a strength. Is the tombstone pile driver legal in fencing? In what kind of fencing? In la- the fencing Halloween we're talking about, or the building a fence in the f- fence building where you have to build a fence around your farm. Oh, imagine that. Where, <laughs> that's, where, how, that's how you drive in a, a, a post. Yeah, with a two she stone goes pile and drive she, it. she picks up the post, pointy and upward, and then flips it back over her body like she's. Yeah, when people say else. when people say drive in the post, they're 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 just shortening <laughs> tombstone pile drive in the post. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Uh, let's talk about just like general skill in fencing. <laughs> Who do we think? I mean, okay. I don't want to like generalize here, but as an original manager, you probably have a little, you know, a little bit of extra spending cash, maybe compared to a farmer. I'm sure there are plenty of rich farmers, but you at least free time. You might have a little bit more free time. Let's say. Um, you think these guys are going to fencing classes? Because I know that's something I would not do. I would, I would consider a fencing class. I would say probably one out of every 200 regional managers for grocery stores have gone to fencing class. Okay. Maybe this, then this is the one, maybe. Well, okay, let me see. Does anyone have, have a D20 around? Well, Unfortunately, twice, I don't. On the same number. You know I have that MF thing on me. Gonna... I, I, I'll roll a number. You can roll. I'll roll one. You roll one. <clears throat> Wait, who's who? Because then this might. No, it has to be the same number. That's all. That's all. It oh, I see what you're saying. All right, Jamie. I've already rolled. What you got? All right. I have an 11. Okay. I got a six. So this person, okay, this guy this, never fenced before in his life. <laughs> and for I, him, I a foil's the... just something you use to line a baking sheet. Am I right? Hey, oh. <laughs> A little fencing <laughs> joke for you guys out there. So, so how about we say they're even on? I don't know. I feel like there's. I feel like we could get nitpicky about like the farmer having used like maybe a, a an axe or something like a fencing foil or something, or like the regional manager could like be like throwing his pen like a. But I think how do you have something, Jack? How about I this? Mean, I, Who do you think has more supple wrists? Probably with, regional with the, manager. With a regional manager, though, you're signing a lot of stuff. Yeah, but it that's, almost that's like a control. That's finesse. I mean, that's true. Okay. If I'm picking up hay bales, my wrists are going to get, you know, you know what they say. You pick up hay bales with the wrist. Yeah. So you're you going to have your arms. and your Got wrist muscles are going to get shredded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. 
Okay, so I maybe a little bit more power in terms of thrusting and stuff from the farmer, but in but for for fencing for minute is... movements, swishes, flicks, those are gonna advantage definitely goes to regional manager in my mind. Okay. I, I agree. Now, I I want to like kind of like feel I, of the game like a little little something something like who's just got it? Who's got that 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 spark? Yeah, that I don't spark. know what it yeah. is, but they've got it. I think I think it's the farmer. I think they've got what they need. I think I think we we do lose a little bit in like the finesse. Um, they don't have that. They don't quite have the flick of the wrist. But I think in terms of just wanting it, I think that's kind of the farmer's forte. I think there's a passion in being a farmer. I think there's a yeah. love in it. I don't think, and I don't want to speak for regional managers, but. I cannot imagine someone waking up and thinking like, man, super psyched to be the regional manager. It feels more like a get that bread kind of thing. Yeah, more like, nice, I'm glad I have this job that pays me, blah, blah, blah. But nobody's, I don't think they're like, oh, yeah, time to go rip it the fuck up at this grocery store. (laughs) Just like I do every day, baby. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, I, I don't know. If I'm having a hard time making a decision because I don't really picture this out in my head very well. Or because you hate farmers. Or- All right, Jeremy. Jeremy, we're going to say right now, this is your choice. Who, who has your wow factor? Who, who do you think is going? We're, we're picking our choices now. Don't even think about it too much. Just be like, who, who's the one? Regional manager. Interesting. I'm, I'm, I think I, I, go ahead. I was say, I, I think I can explain. I think it's just because... If you think about what a region, like, like kind of what Jack was saying, you know, maybe not in the most spoke, they're happy to get that bread or whatever, but they've got aspirations and they can see where they're going and they can see them going to the top and they'll, they'll do it. Well, maybe not to the top, at least this match. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can get behind that. I think, um, I think, won't. I think we're going to have to disagree with you. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the <laughs> farmer. Um, I can get behind I think- that. But I, no, I mean I can I can understand it. I can no, appreciate I gotcha. it. Um, but I, I think I think the farmer has like like we were talking about that passion, that drive. I think I think she's really gonna want it. Um, and I think no matter no matter what stands in her way, she's gonna she's gonna take that back. All right, guys. Well, let me paint you a little picture. Um, because we didn't. You know, I, I, I want you to remember that this is taking place r- directly next to an over 55. Um, That's a really good point. We didn't this. take that yes. into consideration as much as we probably should have. Well, actually, I don't think we took it into consideration at all. <laughs> but hear me out. But- I'm, uh, this, is how, this is how the fight's going to go. So the farmer wakes up. As I mentioned before, she's cracking three to four eggs into a glass and drinking it raw. Crazy shit. Coolest shit I've ever seen. The original manager, he wakes up, stretches, does a big line of cocaine, looks at himself in the mirror, forces down all the feelings he feels, and he goes to his job as well. Um, or rather, not to his job, because they're going to an 8 a.m. fencing tournament in order to qualify for the Halloween Tour Olympics. Why is it the Halloween Tour Olympics, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, the farmer is a zombie, and the regional manager is a ghost. Um, 
But the ghost, I feel like there's distinct advantage if you're a ghost. The ghost <laughs> has to be corporeal for the length of the okay. battle. You have to okay. put on the outfit. Well, yeah, they wear the vet, you know, they wear the fencing stuff with like the electric yeah, yeah. stuff so okay. you know that you scored a hit. So they it's instead of putting it on, they're basically possessing it. He's dead. Yeah, you know? okay. Um, just like the human corpse that he possesses every morning when he goes to That's his true. job as a yeah. regional manager. <laughs> um they get there and over 55 class has already been there for a half hour. Uh, that class starts at 730. So it is rank in there. It is moist. <laughs> it is sweaty. It smells bad. And there's a lot of, you know, ACDC, you know, type rock music playing. Cause that's what they're, they're trying to get their exercise on to. Um, What did I say the did I say that the what did I say that the farmer was a zombie a zombie you said the farmer, yeah it was a zombie so, so the farmer you know <laughs> is getting herself ready she is making sure that all of her body parts are sufficiently stitched onto her so that <laughs> there's no sort of you know decay induced mistakes made um she's ready to go the ghost is putting on his Regional manager is putting on his uniform. Um, like I said before, the uh, the farmer's got a lot of raw power. Um, they start the match, big thrusts coming in right away from the zombie, just you know stepping in with the big, powerful, strong once human legs. Um, and the ghost, the ghost regional manager, really can't keep up with that kind of thing. He's kind of on the ropes, kind of doing a little bit more dodging because he just doesn't have the staying power to because um, he's he's got the 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 foil because they're using foils in this one. I know there's multiple types of fencing. <laughs> he's got the foil out and he can kind of do some deflecting, but he doesn't really have the way to kind of get the umph behind it to, to stop the thrust. So a lot of movement on that. Um, fortunately for him, he doesn't have lungs or a heart. So he can kind of continue to do that pretty indefinitely. So I think I think the farmer is coming on strong. I think the farmer is hitting hard, maybe even pushing them into the zone where the um, the over 55s are doing their cardio. And because the Halloween to Olympics is a no holds barred, no rules event besides the initial you must put on your gear rules. They eventually push themselves into the area where they're exercising and that is where things really start to go wrong for the <laughs> farmer because they start bumping into those those crazy, crazy athletic over 55-year-olds who are in the heart of the sweat, as we call it. And they don't see anything going around you. They're doing jumping jacks. They're doing punches. And they can't see anybody else in there. They're punching the, zomb they're punching the zombie <laughs> farmer. They're shoving her around. Uh, while the ghost is kind of just going right through them, you know, just keeping up his movement. He doesn't throw off his rhythm at all. And now that the farmer is kind of off balance, he can start scoring those hits, really whipping mm. the, 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 he's, and he's not limited by corporeal flesh, you know, he can really turn the foil as much as he needs. So he's really getting big hits on there. Um, and I think, I think once they get into that zone, it's, it's over for, mm -hmm. I mean, before, you know, before you even know it, it's over for the farmer. It's just, you know, that's however many hits it is to, you know, win a yeah. fencing match. <laughs> <laughs> that's that many right away, you know, just super quick. So um, I got to give it. I got to give it to the regional manager. And I'll be honest, I started talking thinking I was going to give it to the farmer. But 
That's just how it goes sometimes. Here we are. That's how it goes. Well, thank you so much for taking us through that, Jack. That was very fun. Uh, we have, a, I would say, an extremely special announcement. Uh, that we next do. episode is episode 69. Nice. <laughs> yes. Nice. And so to celebrate, we're going to be having a pizza party. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and so we all on the podcast will be uh, you know, consuming pizza. And, you know, you can have your pizza party however you'd like, but, you know, enjoy, enjoy some pizza. Some we hope you'll, you'll help, we'll help you join you us. Like. Yes. So you don't have to be eating pizza, but you do have to be celebrating a pizza party. Right. So right. do it's that what you will. Pizza. Maybe if, if you don't have any pizza and you don't want to order pizza, maybe just draw a slice or something, because we would really like to be a 100% participation in the pizza party portion. Right. Of the podcast. Once we get 100%, this is the real test. Once we get 100% of participation, then we can start getting ads. Um, so if you'd like to help us, Little local, Caesars local finally coming to, to sponsor us. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, be on the lookout for that. We might post something on our social media, uh, just reminding you all uh, before the episode comes out. Uh, if you want to tell us that you're joining in our pizza party, we can be contacted numerous ways. One of them, is by email. Tell me about that podcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we're tell me about that. Um, on Twitter, we're at TMAT pod. And on Twitter, highlights. Sorry, real quick. On, no, no, you're, you're good. On Twitter, I think we should start a hashtag oh, for our, for, to, to, to let us know that you're joining in our, our pizza party. So I think it you should wanna... be TMATPP for tell me about that pizza party. <laughs> hashtag, use the hashtag TMATPP. <laughs> To let us know you're joining in our, our pizza party. Okay, yeah. TMHPP. No, <laughs> okay. Um, well, I don't know if we said everything, but I think that's a pretty good spot to leave it. So, uh, with that, I've been Jeremy. I've been I've Jack. Been... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Ryan. I guessed. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I <laughs> will get back to that point. Jamie's whole mic situation just fell apart. <laughs> and now his emotional <laughs> my, situation's falling apart. <laughs> my windscreen went limp. Um, <laughs>